3: The final horn has sounded. That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz postgame show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach Tim LaCoe.
2: Jazz postgame show is the Utah Jazz fall for the fifth straight game, 117-115 to the Sacramento Kings. In a heartbreaking fashion, once again, let's go down to the podium as uh, Coach Will Hardy's talking about the loss.
4: You know, there's been some different things over these last five games that have, that have shown up, but I thought our team tonight played the way we want to play. And I thought our transition defense was very good, protecting the basket. I thought defensively we did a good job of really making the Kings work. They hit, I think it was five threes in the first quarter. <clears throat> a couple of them in transition when we covered up the basket and they kicked it out and made some tough ones and, you know, I had 35 in that quarter. I thought our defense for the remainder of the game was actually really solid on both ends. There's obviously, you know, we could all pick out plays that weren't well executed. But on the whole, I thought our defense was good tonight. And, you know, the Kings are a talented team. We went 13 for 44 from three tonight, which obviously didn't help. I thought another night where we got a bunch of good looks and our team executed the way we wanted to, um, You know 16 turnovers definitely hurt us we had some some tough ones throughout the game but you know our team continues to to just stick with it no matter how the game's going I thought we executed well down the stretch with the exception of our defense on the last play and um yeah really really proud of our team and how they continue to battle I thought um you know, outside of making a few shots, I thought they deserved to win the game tonight. I thought their approach was great. I thought their intensity was great. I thought the way they executed and moved and played played with each other was uh, was what we're looking for. And so it's on us to continue to maintain that that mentality and uh, get out on the road. DeRon
1: had 22 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, how much of that was just tough shot making from him versus shots you may have looked like
4: to see? Yeah, he hit a bunch of mid range floater half fade away free throw line jump shots which are shots that we're we're willing to live with the last play he got on the rim which hurt us a lot a couple plays before that we botched a switch and he was able to get a dunk but outside of those two plays at the basket I thought he made a lot of shots over defenders in that middle area of the court which with a player like Fox that's what you're trying to make him do he's uh He's a really talented scorer, and you can't press up too far into him or else he's going right by you, uh, as we saw in the last play. So he's a heck of a player, and uh, he's, a, he's a premier guard in this league, and he showed that tonight with uh, a lot of that shot-making in the fourth quarter. But you know, f- outside of those, those two plays I just mentioned, um, I think he hit his only three in the fourth quarter as well right in front of our bench but for the most part I thought that we made him play in that middle area and you know, credit to him he made them all.
5: The last play with .4 left, is that something you guys have worked on or was that just in the moment?
4: <laughs> That's all in the moment. Um, you know we've worked on some full court sets but it's hard when the ball goes in for everybody to get lined up. I thought Lowry made a break full court and Vando threw a great pass and um, I wish we had a few more tenths there to to get that shot off. But, you know, it's just a that's a tough break. But, um, you know, a heads-up play from the guys to not give in and for Lowry to, to go full court and for us not to settle shooting a 90-foot touch shot.
1: When you lose, you know, five consecutive losses by 15 points, three of them by... Are- game winners, um, you know, what's the, um, you know, what's the spirit of the team? You know, how do you, as a coach, how do you keep the spares high? Yeah, situations? it
4: hurts. It hurts right now, and it should. Losing sucks, and if losing doesn't hurt, you shouldn't be here. So um, I expect for our team, our coaching staff, to, to hurt when we lose these close games, but at the same time, it's on us the next day to... To look it in the face and look at the film, understand things we can do better. Um, you know, as our team continues to learn how to win consistently. But um, you know, I when you look at a five-game stretch and you could put together eight plays total in five games that if they went the other way, you're on a five-game winning streak. Um, you know, the the margin between winning and losing in this league is very, very thin as we're seeing and so it's on us to just maintain you know a consistency of our approach a consistency of our message um, to not be too emotional because again uh, emotion is unproductive when we go back and look at this it's easy to to get mad and get really frustrated that you're losing but um, you know you gotta you gotta take some of the hurt of losing and then look the game in the face and figure out what each of us can do better, you know, myself included, and move forward.
1: You mentioned that you didn't love the defense that was played on Fox on what proved to be the game-winning basket. What would you ideally like to have seen happen there defensively?
4: I would like to not see the fastest player in the gym go to his left hand and shoot a layup. Um, Lowry's seven feet tall, so he probably shouldn't be standing above the three-point line guarding the fastest player in the gym. And... You know, we let him get to his left hand. Vando was going to double from the nail, um, but Lowry's stance was just a little bit open, and he was able to get to his left hand. You know, the another situation where you're in the bonus, and so you have to be perfect with your angles because if not, you really can't go make a play with your hip at all. Because if Fox gets a bump and goes down, he's shooting two free throws, and we didn't even make him make a basket. Uh, and then the weak side, you know, we have to sell out when Fox drives and trust that your teammate's going to make that secondary help, but you know, it's when you're guarding a player with that level of athleticism, it's it's little things. It's, you know, six, eight inches here and your stance is five degrees too open and he just takes advantage of it and bursts to his left hand, so um, you know, it's something we'll, we'll look at as we continue to to learn about these late game situations, but you know i was more bothered by the three back cuts we gave up in the fourth quarter prior to that um, you know that that put us in that position
1: you gave ochai some playing time in the first half uh, why did you do that and and what have you seen from his development this season
4: yeah i just i think it's i think it's time that ochai you know finds finds some minutes i think he's worked really really hard i think he's done a great job with scott our g league coach and their staff you know when he's been down there getting minutes to you know learn how to be a pro and understand how he can help our team um you know we need his physicality we need his athleticism especially on the defensive end and you know ochai's embraced that i thought the two threes he he took tonight were good ones Um, i thought those were the right shots to take and he understands that you know, he has the freedom to, to shoot those shots if, if the ball finds him for a catch-and-shoot and continue to just compete and play hard. So, um, you know, was was happy with his play in the in the first half overall. And um, it's hard to, to have gone that long without being in the rotation, so to speak, and then you're getting real minutes, you know, in the first half of a close game against a good team. Um, and I thought he handled himself great.
2: Thanks, guys. Jazz game night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories and real Mark Miller Subaru customers share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. As the Utah Jazz fall for the fifth straight game to the Sacramento Kings, one seventeen to one fifteen. You hear Coach Will Hardy there giving a breakdown uh, on the Utah Jazz loss, and you know he says they're down and they should be. Well, the five straight losses is difficult.
0: Yeah, and it's how it's happened. You know, it's been these dramatic endings. Tonight was, you know, it was about as brutal. A guy makes a shot, it bounces around for the extra three or four tenths of a second, and that's actually what gets you, you know. So um, this team's resilient. They'll fight, but this is a low point. I think uh, Coach Hardy talked about it and said it should hurt. I agree. Um, nothing worse than, than losing a close game, especially when you watch it go through and have to go through that review. So we'll break it all down. I think the. You know, the word of the evening, uh, just one stop. You know, it's kind of been that way for a couple games here, so.
2: Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators presented
0: by Instructure the makers of Canvas throughout
2: the season the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs each one of these will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear a $1000 grant a personalized jersey and tickets to watch the Jazz game in a suite go to www.nba.com/jazz/mve to nominate your favorite educator right now that'll be it for our uh, studio uh, affiliates, we appreciate everyone sticking in, uh, sticking around with us and our network stations for tuning in. Coaches, Utah Jazz, follow the Sacramento Kings, 117-115. to 115. I will say this, covering these guys, seeing them up close, you don't see a ton of uh, down. The, the guys aren't super down. I mean, they're, they're still holding their heads up high because they're really out there. Still giving it their all, and I think they're going to have a chance to, to win some games coming up here. When we come back, we'll go back down to the locker room you hear from the players. More jazz game night coming up, brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse, and each one has a unique story to share. Read more at Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and to share your own at MySubaruIs.com. More jazz basketball.
5: Coming up next.
3: That'll do it. And it's time for the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Host Game Show with your hosts, Jake Scott and the coach, Tim LaCoe.
2: Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Coach Tim Lacombe, Ben Anderson filling in for Jake Scott. Tonight is the Utah Jazz fall to the Sacramento Kings, 117-115. De'Aaron Fox scores his final two points of his 22 in the fourth quarter with .4 seconds left. Jazz get a full court heave into the hands of Lowry Marketing. He gets it up and in, but it came uh, off his hands just after the buzzer as the Jazz lose their fifth straight.
0: So the closest thing I can relate in you know, my basketball life, uh, we played J- uh, James Harden in ASU down mm-hmm. in um, the Cardinal Stadium. And game right down to the, the wire, we ran an out-of-bounds play. And it, we tipped it. They went back and looked at it, counted it good on the floor. <clears throat> and then they took the basket away. So we actually won it on the floor and lost it in the review. Um, and it's, it's awful. You know, you, you just – especially the fact that Lowry made that shot. And – Um, I'm not surprised, as as crazy as it is, because he's had that kind of year, but it sums up the last, you know, 10 days for the Jazz, and it really is just going to require them to gut through this.
2: Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators, presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and uh, and Instructure will recognize 21 MBEs. Which one will receive a visit from the Jazz Bear? A $1,000 grant, a personalized jersey, and tickets to watch a jazz game in a suite. Go to www.nba.com slash jazz slash MBE to nominate your favorite educator right now. Yeah, it's just, this is the real challenge for the Jazz, and this is what makes or breaks you know, young teams, if you can fight through this type of adversity, which comes for every team in the NBA. I mean, we we talked about it earlier. You know, the Boston Celtics got shelled tonight by the Oklahoma City Thunder. They gave up 150 points in regulation. You are going to face adversity over 82 games, and it doesn't matter if you were in the finals last year, if you won the title last year, or you had the number 1 pick. You are going to run into it over that many games, and how do you react to that? Uh, And I mentioned, you know, getting to cover these guys, talk to these guys. They're not down. They want to win, but this hasn't broken them, which is why I think they will snap out of this. You know, there are teams that you see start to, you know, the body language turns bad. The shoulders are slunked and the, you know, the heads are down as they come off the floor. It's not what you're seeing from this basketball team. And it's why these games have been decided by a total of 15 points, despite the fact that they've lost five straight, because they are putting everything they have into winning these games. And eventually that type of effort is going to break through.
0: It's well said. I think that the, uh, You know the the piece that I take, they they have to find some solace in the fact that minus three games this year. um, You know, it has literally been a couple possessions, and yeah, they've been on the wrong end here for a minute. But um, I'm with you. I don't think there's any panic. I think there's frustration because it's like how many times um, can I, you know, can this outcome happen and feel so similar to the last one? Uh, But I love, excuse me, I love this team's fight. I feel like teams that fight. Teams that have, you know, one purpose in mind, which I feel like this team has all all year long, um, they'll find their way through it. And they're playing pretty good basketball. I mean, you look at some of the stats tonight. The Jazz uh, against a, a very physical uh, team. You know, Sabonis, one of the more physical players in the NBA. The Jazz out-rebound this team. Um, they, they crash the offensive glass like crazy. They get uh, They get 12 offensive rebounds tonight. Um, they, you know, team that typically takes away threes, they get forty-four threes off. They, unfortunately, they yep. just made thirteen. Yeah, and, and you
2: see enough changes in how they're playing these games that they are working out the issues that have plagued them in the previous game. I mean, you remember, you know, wh- wh- where were they? I can pull up the game here where Larry Markin was pretty heavily criticized for not taking over in the fourth quarter it was against Golden State. State yeah. And then the next game is against the Sacramento Kings on the road and he has a dominant fourth quarter and they they worked that out and they fixed it. Remember in the last game, you know, Jordan Clarkson missed, missed a bunch of free throws in the fourth quarter. And it was a tough way to lose a game and it's pretty uncharacteristic of a guy who shoots almost 90% from the free throw line and the Jazz come out and do a nice job, you know, Larry Mark and hit three huge threes. Uh, three huge free throws late in this game to give the jazz a chance again to to tie this up and and win it, very similar to what they did in miami and and they they're making improvements game to game. they are just not seeing it on the results in the scoreboard quite yet and that's that's the difficulty of basketball it is it It, it won't be friendly to you just because you're doing the right things every night
0: no, but you know in time and over time, if you continue to do it um, when you're able to break kind of a bad luck streak, and I feel like part of this is that um you know you can't look at the hero shot. Um, and the way Mike Smith described it in the pregame, really, you know, like triple jump, and it really was. And you go back to look yep. at it. They made, they've gone through some tough things here, but here, here's my pro- the ex- point that proves exactly what you just said: the Jazz have struggled all year with transition. This team thrives in transition, right? They were in transition twenty percent of the time, so they're in transition a lot. But they, it was the worst output scoring the basketball in transition Sacramento's had all year. Huh. So you so, did something right. So is that a win? Yes, right. it's a win. And we talked about that early in the season. Sometimes you're going to have to look at this season a little bit differently, and I think this is one of those cases.
2: And, and there were some obvious defensive lapses in the fourth quarter. De'Aaron Fox gets a big dunk with a minute left when the Jazz needed a stop. But he also hit some really difficult shots, including his last one. I mean, yeah, he got to his left hand and got to the 18-footer, but you know, 18-footer in the NBA, even the best shooters are going to hit that 65% of the time. Darren Fox shot 9 of 10 in the fourth quarter tonight. He he hit his shots. In some games they do that, they don't always do it. But tonight he was able to do it, and that's a little bit of a difficulty for the Jazz where Malik Beasley goes 1 of 4 from the three-point line in the fourth quarter where most nights you give him those exact same looks, and he's going to knock them down.
0: Yeah, they had great looks, you know, all night long. The ball moved, great assists. Uh, the hustle was there. They got down as many as 14. So uh, all the things we've talked about all year long, uh, it's just a matter of now figuring out how to break this losing streak um, get a little bit of better luck. But I'm seeing signs that, you know, even though the results aren't exactly what we'd hoped they'd be, um, this team's definitely growing.
2: Yep. And, and and it's important to not quit because this year is still about development for the Utah Jazz, and they're right there in the battle for the play-in tournament, can still climb up into the top six in the West. But but really the key for this season is going to be this team continuing to grow so they can build on it next year and understand what pieces they have and tools they have this offseason. season. They're getting a lot of that very valuable experience. Every yeah. single one of these is a great data point to go back and look at. None of these are wasted games. Every regular season game matters, really matters for the Jazz this year. And they're getting great opportunities to learn and grow. And all these steps that we've talked about them taking, that's that's just part of the process, unfortunately. And sometimes it hurts, and sometimes it's fun. It was fun to begin the year, and it's hurt the last five games.
0: And I, and I like, you know, Will decided to play some younger guys. Uh, played Ogbaje tonight, I thought. You know, it was good to see him out there, and, and he has been working hard. And he, he needs reps, and I think, you know, the coaching staff sees that there's an opportunity. So, I mean, I like that that's a continued thing, that they're trying to, you know, play guys, give them opportunities, give them reps, uh, because you said if you're looking at this in one way, wins and losses, um, you know, this is something that's like multifaceted. There's everything that's going on out in the trade market. There's everything that's going on. So I think you have to look at it and and concisely look at this and say young guys are getting better they're getting opportunity uh, and this team's competing really really hard.
2: The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some more. Uh, read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at mysubaruis.com. As the Utah Jazz lose their fifth straight, falling to the Sacramento Kings 117 to 115. We'll send it down to the locker room when we come back. More Jazz basketball coming up next.
3: It. The final box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim Lacombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz postgame show. Oh my!
2: Welcome to Jazz Game Night. Coach Tim McComb, Ben Anderson filling in for Jake Scott. Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Jazz lose their fifth straight to so two games below 500 after a difficult loss to the Sacramento Kings, 117, 115. They just, they continue to be right there knocking on the door and they just do not get the breaks late.
0: Yeah, I'm just reviewing numbers. Um, you know, the, the points per possession overall tonight really close. The Jazz actually a little better offensively than the Kings tonight. One one six as opposed to the Kings one one five. The Kings where they really made hay tonight was shooting the basketball. Their effective field goal percentage was fifty eight point seven, um, and a lot of that right down the stretch. I, I just feel like De'Aaron Fox had that in his mind, and you know to score twenty two of your team's. 27? 27. So that, um, yeah, yeah. Um, just absolutely phenomenal. And he got started early, and he did it in a myriad of ways. Um, but I thought it was interesting when Will broke down that last play. This is, in my mind, you think about all the different plays that you, you could have done something different, but this was one you know, this very that this stands out because the Jazz need one stop. Lowry picks up um, Fox on the left side. Uh, he obviously said that the double's coming from the nail. So in order to execute that, right – Fox wants to go left. The doubles coming from the nail balls on the left-hand side of the floor. You know, your feet, you almost kind of want to turn him into that double team. So as he drives, he's running into it. Um, Instead, Lowry's feet were just a tad bit open. The gate was open uh, and he was able to get around him. The other hard part about that, the help defense is expecting the double to come. They're not going to think, Hey, I'm going to be needed. So it's a little bit late. He's all the way to the rim and scores. So, Just that's one play, but simple, you know, just feet positioned in a certain way would would change it. But, again, everything's happened at a million miles an hour, and that's the stuff that is a player and a coach that's aggravating because you drill it, you know exactly what to do. And in the moment, um, Fox just got to do what he wanted to do.
2: And, you know, you can practice it. You You can run it at ZBBC all you want when you're on the court at Vivint Arena, with twenty thousand fans, and it's De'Aaron Fox across from you, and you're not in an empty gym just practicing it. It's just a different ball game. And you know what? The next time we see it, because he's so smart and he learns so quickly, Larry Markin going to do it right the next time.
0: Well, and to your point, I thought you made maybe one of the best points of the night. You said, you know, a lot of these guys, as we were talking off air at halftime, <clears throat> this is new for some for nearly every guy. Yeah. I mean, they're not used to uh, playing. You know, these minutes, they're not used to some. A lot of these guys not used to these close to closing down games. Um, they've been unbelievable in the guts of games in their careers. Uh, but there is a learning curve. And you made the point that Lowry kind of shied away or felt like it. You know, Will got in there and, and said, hey, no, the ball moves. And But the next night, Lowry made a concerted effort. So I do think there is going to be some development on the fly. I think we've seen that, and I think that's a positive thing. Well,
2: looking back at, I mean, just Lowry's history before he got to the Jazz, Last year in Cleveland, he wasn't being asked to defend the best team's opposing wing scorer exactly. with the ball in his hands in the final seconds yeah, are you of the game. kidding me? Never. I mean, Never. Colin Sexton could be out there. Darius Garland could be out there. Isaac Okoro could be out there. Heck, Evan Mobley could be out there, in all honesty. I mean, he's that That's good of a true. player. He wasn't doing it in Chicago either. I mean, they've had Guy and DeMar DeRozan's a heck of a defensive player when he was there. You know, actually, maybe did they get traded for each other? Yeah,
3: maybe Regardless, Levine.
2: You know, you go back and... Lowry's not being asked to do that. And they came out, and it was Lowry's assignment tonight. I mean, that was clear as soon as they came out that that was the matchup they were looking for. The Jazz wanted to have Lowry's length on him and put him in that spot. And and it was difficult, and it didn't work out in their favor. And next time it will. But again, it's just about going through these motions. And sometimes you got to do it wrong for the first time before you can do it right.
0: Well, and I think everybody can relate to that, can't you? I mean, you're driving home, made a mistake early on in the process. I think we all would say yes. And so, yeah, I think the... um, you know the thing to keep in mind here is if the product itself, like the the want to the the care factor, the the hustle, all that stuff, and, and you know this is like the hero loss. The Jazz had ed- that thing, you know, in the back. It was unbelievable that shot tonight to have him, you know, make that shots one piece, but then to throw it in and actually celebrate getting off the schneid only to go have it wiped out. That's that's ripping your heart out stuff. But if it doesn't knock them down, which I don't believe it will. They'll only be stronger because of it.
2: It's time for your Master of the Glass jazz fans. Safelite Auto Glass is proud to present this year's Master of the Glass Rebound program at the end of the regular season. Safelite will donate $5 to a charitable organization for each rebound secured by this year's team rebound leader, looking up and down the box score right now at the Utah jazz rebounding leaders tonight, not one overall individual, huge total, but a uh, good night by a few players. Jared Vanderbilt had nine rebounds to lead the jazz. Larry Markinen added his customary eight and Walker Kessler grabbed seven off the, uh, off the bench in just 17 minutes.
0: <clears throat> yeah, it's a, you know, we've talked about it. It's gotta be a committee and, um, the the thing that I've seen, too, this week is I've seen better rebounding just generally by the team. That's been another one that they kind of – they lost a couple games that way. And so um, you can't fix it all in one spot, but you can emphasize it and you can drill it and practice it. And and then, like you said, you get the opportunity the next time and you're a little bit better.
2: Yeah. And uh, everybody who played grabbed a rebound except Ochai Gabaji, who only saw the floor for seven minutes. And you know what? that That is – one of the ways he can get on the floor and stick around on the floor. Jazz need rebounders, and he's actually got a pretty good nose for it. He's made some uh, kind of impressive cuts to the basket on defensive rebounding to, to secure some loose boards. He can get on the floor. Uh, you heard Will Hardy in the postgame show talk about he had you know he got out there because he's been working real hard with the G League, playing with the Stars. They want to get him some minutes up the, uh, with the regular team. That's another way he can get, get those minutes and secure those minutes. Seven minutes, go grab a couple of boards, and that, that's the next step for him.
0: Not only is he, you know, have a nose for it, he's, he's got the physique. Yeah. Like, if anything, that guy came, his body came NBA ready. Um, he can go in there and, and deliver a blow. He can hold off, uh, you know, on a defensive rebound. So I'm with you. That's a way to find the floor on this team for sure.
2: And you know what? You rebound and other things are going to come to you. It, 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 we, we've talked about the jazz in this game show about if you keep doing the right things, eventually the ball will go in your favor. And it hasn't the last five games, and it's somewhat fluky. Obviously, there's things you can clean up and fix. But if you keep doing the right things, you will win the games. And the same thing with Ochai Baji and these rookies. If you do the right things, which is rebound, hustle, play defense, you know what? You're going to get steals. You're going to get easy opportunities at the rim. You're going to score in transition. And then you score in transition. Man, it's really hard to come in to be a rookie like this who hasn't played second quarter minutes in a close game in – what, a month? And then try and knock down two threes? Like, you got to get that layup. You got to get that transition basket. You got to get that back cut. You've got to get that easy one to go in. And that's when everything opens up. And those are so often created by something else you've done on the box score. And that's, again, that's the challenge for Ochai and, and, and where he's going to be able to find his rhythm with this team.
0: Yeah, the other cool thing, you back cut, you get fouled on a shot. That's even better. You yeah. Have to stand there and watch it go in a couple of times. Yep. Because there's nothing better. I promise you, that breaks the ice. I had a conversation today with a colleague at work. We're talking about breaking into the new year. I think the same could be said for this, but it's, you know, they're really the only way to to start. You got to plan obviously, but you just got to start. And, um, you know, in this case, that's, that's the, that's the key. So, uh, again, disappointing is all get out. The jazz have got to be, uh, scratching their heads and talking to themselves. The fact that we haven't heard from anybody quite yet might, uh, you know, tell the tale, but, um, I thought it would be a high level game and I really, it wasn't enjoyable very enjoyable game.
2: Utah Jazz Most Valuable Educators presented by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Throughout the season, the Utah Jazz and Instructure will recognize 21 MVEs. Each one will receive a visit from Jazz Bear, $1,000 grand, a personalized jersey, and tickets to watch a Jazz game in a suite. Go to www.nba.com slash jazz slash MVE to nominate your favorite educator right now. The Utah Jazz fall to the Sacramento Kings at 117 to 115. We're going to try and get you down to the locker room. Coming up next, Next, the My Subaru is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of them at Mark Miller Subaru Owner Stories and share yours at, mar- at mysubaruis.com. More jazz basketball coming up next. Stick around, Coach Tim McComb, Ben Anderson, filling in for Jake Scott.
3: Let's get to the reaction. Hear from the coaches, the players, as well as the coach, Tim Lecoe. It's the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Here's Jake Scott.
2: Welcome to Jazz Game Night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru featuring the My Subaru is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at markmillersubaru.com. Ben Anderson filling in for Jake Scott. Coach Tim Lacombe as the Utah Jazz fall to the Sacramento Kings 117 to 115. Darren Fox scores his final two of 22 fourth quarter points with 0.4 seconds left to play. Jazz go the full court, catch Lowry, mark and then He throws it in from beyond the three-point line, but the refs wave it off, clock showing he did not quite get it off. Uh, there's going to be some talk here from Jazz fans across the NBA. It'll be curious to see what the last two-minute report says tomorrow because you go back and look. It looks like that ball went through the basket. Maybe the Jazz should have had a couple of more tenths of a second late. But.
0: And that probably would have made a teeny bit of a difference, but, you know,
2: yeah, the two-tenths of a
0: second. On it's a fingertip. Count? It's the whole world.
2: <laughs> and uh, that, that that has just been the tale of the tape for the Utah Jazz now for the last five games. I mean, it's it's just a bucket here, a couple seconds there, a stop here, an offensive rebound, a tip ball. Uh, it just has not broken their way. And, and you know, you play enough basketball, you play long enough, you're going to find yourself on that losing streak in a down streak where you just miss a couple of breaks. And tonight it was 9 of 10 shooting from De'Aaron Fox and then a, a
0: tough clock late. Yeah, and, and I do believe, you know, I do believe you make your own luck. You make your own breaks. But uh, in this case, I do believe the Jazz, you know, outside of some execution issues, but the Kings had execution issues as well. Um, it, it just is, a, as you said in the, in the break, just an awful way to lose a game. Yeah. There's no other way to put it. Um, so the guys, um, after losing a couple of close ones, this one's almost like the, a double down. And so it's going to be. It's going to take a resilient group to to uh, dig out of that one.
2: Time for the Chick Fil A foul shot review of the game. Download a whole new way to Chick Fil A earn rewards with the Chick Fil A One app. Looking at the free throw uh, total for both of these teams. Nice night from the Utah Jazz again. How about fifteen of fifteen from Lowry Martin at the free throw line? Jazz shoot twenty six of twenty nine, just under ninety percent. Uh, the Sacramento Kings shoot eight, uh, 16 of 18 for 89%. Uh, Jazz had the edge there. In fact, they they have. The Jazz have been getting to the line. That's That's been a big boost for them, and something I thought they were really going to miss without Colin Sexton in the lineup. That's one thing he does really well. He, he draws a lot of fouls. He gets to the free throw line quite a bit, but they found a way to do it without him.
0: Yeah, the, it's interesting to look. You know, the Jazz actually had, uh, as you said, 29 free throws to 18, and... 13 th- made threes to nine. Um, the rebounding, the Jazz won the rebounding battle 44 to 40, and were especially good on the offensive glass with 12. And It was kind of that early season energy on the offensive glass that we, we kind of got accustomed to. And then the other piece, the Jazz created a bunch of chaos. with They had nine steals in the game. So, you know, you always want your team to be the aggressor, and those are the numbers I always kind of look at. But the Jazz were definitely the more aggressive team tonight in this game. Um, you know, unfortunately didn't bear out on the scoreboard. In
2: today's NBA, if you win free throws, rebounds, three pointers made, and the turnover battle, I know. you're gonna win ninety percent of those games. Yep.
0: I'm telling you. And the Jazz
2: lost. They they won they all four of those and they uh, they lost. Hey, you know what? We we cannot give enough credit to Lowry Marketing. I know we talked about him. He has twenty eight points on fifteen shots again. Yeah. I mean, that's just absurd. It's why he's the best isolation player in the NBA statistically. But you actually look at his percentages. Okay, he only shot 6 of 15 from the floor. That's not very good. And he only shot 1 of 7 from 3. That's very bad. That's way below what he's been. He's up over 40% this year. But you get to the free throw line 15 times, and, and Coach, you look back at the history of great scores in the NBA. You can go to Michael. You can go to Dwayne Wade. You can go to LeBron. You can go to Kobe. Whoever it is, what do they do consistently? They get to the free throw yeah, they line. They do. It doesn't have ha- to be that, a big piece of your it, game. It makes up for your poor shooting nights cuz you can always get easy points at the free throw line and that's something Lowry Markinen is figuring out and getting better at and that's how you can have a night where you don't shoot as well as you want and you still end up with 28 points on 15 finished possessions.
0: And what makes that even more intriguing is the ability, you know, a lot of guys in order for them to get fouled, you got to run them, pin down for them, get them the ball, get them going downhill. This guy you can, you know, you can do a myriad of different things. Cross screen for him, pin down for him. Post him up in the mid-post. Throw it to him at the nail. He draws a lot of fouls on threes. Yeah, and on threes, he sure, he sure does. Yeah. Um, but interesting, Sacramento uh, Friday night, um, he was also one for seven from the three-point line. So the two for fourteen in those two games. And and look, you can't he can't do everything great, um, you know. But just one more three goes down, uh, and the Jazz are in a totally different situation in both these two games.
2: Nice night from Laurie Markkinen. Uh, Jordan Clarkson also adds 24 points. He does shoot 5 of 10. Good to see the the ball start to fall for Jordan a little bit. He was a team worse, minus 15. But that's really just because the starting lineup for the Sacramento Kings was so good tonight, especially in the first half. Nikhil Alexander-Walker getting 14 minutes off the bench in place of Colin Sexton. Tough shooting night, 1 of 5 from the floor, 1 of 4 from the three-point line. Uh, added one assist and one rebound, plus four points. Walker-Kessler, another very... You know, kind of expected now, Walker-Kessler night, six points, seven rebounds, added a block in just 17 minutes.
0: So, yeah, Nikhil, um, his last appearance, he got 10 minutes against Golden State on the 28th. So he's been out for a bit, and uh, it was nice to see him out there. He was, you know, I I thought he did some good things, and as always, just, um, you know, he didn't make shots tonight, but he's a presence out there when he's on the floor. His length caused a few issues for Sacramento—that you know the other guys don't necessarily bring.
2: And a good sign, uh, and, and something that, again, wins will surely follow, Mike Conley, very nice night tonight for the Utah Jazz, uh, by far led the team in plus-minus among the starters. He was plus-11 in 33 minutes, and really good to see the ball start to fall for him. He shoots 6 of 10 from the floor, 2 of 4 from the three-point line, gets five free-throw attempts, which is a nice number for Mike, and does what he always does, passing the ball, seven assists, only one turnover. Really, the floor general the Jazz need, at times when they need him really to, to come through as a point guard, and he's got to hit some open shots and he's been able to do that
0: that was great to see him make shots you know that's been the one frustrating frustrating thing for him but in terms of like the way he's run the team has a uh, assist to turnover again tonight seven to one are you kidding me um you know you dream about stuff like that so what mike does on a nightly basis for this team to be in these games is remarkable he's he's good at getting the ball up the floor he gets the guys you know exactly where they need to be and Um, I just think he's a positive force for good in that locker room. He
2: didn't have the quickness. He doesn't have the quickness he once did uh, in his younger days, but when he hits threes, it does open up that ability to get into the paint still, and that's what you saw. He, uh, again, knocked down two of his four three-point attempts, and as a result, he got to the rim, and and by getting to the rim, he also got to the free-throw line. Laurie Markkinen, as I mentioned, finished with 28 points, team high for the Jazz and eight rebounds. Let's uh, hear what he had to say after the game.
1: Well, could you just take us through the kind of
0: roller coaster of emotions you you went through at the end there?
5: uh yeah it's the disappointment first on myself like I got a, I think I got hung, hung up on the moment I De'Aaron Fox was making some tough shots and I pressured up a little bit too much and uh he got a layup. so a disappointment on him getting to the rim and laying that up and thinking that the game's over but and seeing that there's still time on the clock and uh so just try to do whatever it takes to win the game. And uh, I thought I had it, got it off in time. And right from the moment it left my head it felt good. So unfortunately it was from point, whatever that, that counts and we win the game. So it is, it's tough, um, but we gotta, obviously everybody remembers the ending, but there was a lot of things that, we did early in the game that we can fix and uh, win this ball game earlier. So gotta get better.
1: Will also said that there are things that he thought you guys did well in this game, uh, especially on the defensive end. Like, what did you see there and kind of what do you think you can take you know, moving forward to build on?
5: Yeah, we talked a lot about trends in defense and uh, I don't know what the numbers are, but just I think we did a better job taking the layups away. I know they made some threes. Off of kickouts, but I think just trying to protect the rim in transition, and uh, I think we did a better job there. And uh, but tough ending, but I think there's always good stuff that you can take away from the from the game and uh, keep building to keep building this thing. So, what was saying that that last play
1: is kind of just an instinctual everyone do whatever kind of thing. I guess what was going through. Your head in terms of what you were ideally trying to get
5: on uh, the last, on
1: the, the final shot of the game uh, I and mean, obviously .4 seconds left, you know, not like you have a ton of options
5: but. Yeah, at first I was thinking just coming to the ball and should have full court but I mean I figured I had a, a smaller defender on me and then Vendo can throw that pass we've seen in the past so uh just went for it and that was a that was a really good pass, just on target and uh like I said, I thought I got it off in time too, but can't change it now.
0: When you lose five straight probably, you know, combined score of <coughs> team points, you know, what's the what's the spirit of you guys in the locker room and, and how do you guys bounce back, you know, emotionally, you know,
1: not just physically from a from, from
5: a streak like that? We know we're close, so that's a good thing. Just fix a couple of things and uh, we're right there. And uh, I think that guy's been saying vibes are so good. Uh, of course, it hurts to lose, especially like that. And um, this five game losing streak, like you said, just all the games just coming down the stretch. But I think we just gotta look ourselves in the mirror and uh, kinda, these are the moments that we learn how to win, so we just got to keep going, and don't turn at some point.
1: Having seen the replay, do you feel like there should have been more time on the clock for that last shot?
5: I, I saw the screenshot that there was supposed to be, po- I think it was .6, but I mean, human error, it's impossible to know exactly when to stop the clock, but like, it's easy to say from the picture that there should have been Point two more on the clock, and then shot, shot counts. But uh, in the moment, someone just press, pressing pressing button, and like it, it's impossible to get it exactly right. But so,
1: do those little things, and then like the out of bounds call that wasn't made, and they make a three on it, and the over the back violation that wasn't called. Does those things like make these losses hurt more, or do you just not worry about that
5: kind of stuff? Uh, I'm not gonna. Con- Comment on officiating. I think just is a really tough job to do, and everybody makes mistakes. <laughs> and but of course, you you remember those the clear plays. I'm sure there was some that we got. Uh, can't think of it now, but just I'm sure it goes both ways. And but yeah, nobody's perfect. But I, of course, looking back, you wish that they got. I was. Standing in base, I felt like he stepped like three feet out of bounds, and then they made a three. But maybe the referee didn't have an angle. I can't tell. I can't remember where he was. So I'm not mistakes happened, and uh, just this for us as a player. So it is what it is.
1: Obviously, you know the, the cliche and probably the right approach is one game at a time. But also, this is a long-term project for the Jazz, right? Like you guys developing as a team and getting better, not just for this season. But for seasons to come, how much do you think about that in these moments or at all during the season of like, hey, you know, this is something that we're building towards something here, not, you know, necessarily trying to win each other?
5: Uh, I'm trying to stay in the moment. we stay in, in the present and I'm not thinking about what's going to happen next year or year after that or anything like that. So we feel like we should win these games and we have great players on this team and so... I trust the, everybody to make the right plays, and uh, so it's it sucks that we're losing. We obviously, the ball, ball always doesn't bounce our way, and now it's happened five times in a row. So uh, we keep going, and we stay positive, and we learn from this game and be better in uh, Houston. I think. All right.
4: Thank you. Thank you, Thank you for
2: there is Larry Markinen as Utah Jazz Fall 117-115 lose their fifth straight on a tough one to the Sacramento Kings. And You can hear it there in Larry Markinen's voice. The My Subaru Is campaign features real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Subaru owners are diverse and each has a unique story to share. Read some of the Mark Miller Subaru owner stories and share your own at MySubaruIs.com. More sound from the locker room when we come back. Jazz game night at the Jazz lose to the Sacramento Kings 117-115.
3: The box score is printed. Jake Scott and the coach Tim LaCombe are breaking down how it all happened on the Mark Miller Utah Jazz Postgame Show. Oh, my! Jazz come out with Conley, Beasley, Clarkson, Olenek, and marketing Trey, Lyle and Trey
4: Lyles will
3: defend Olenek. The bonus is off the floor because he has five fouls. Olenek inbounding, bounces to Markenick. Conley runs off market and grabs it, penetrates, bounces back to Lowry to test the three, foul. The rookie Murray fouls. Lowry marking it down three with 16.1 seconds to play.
2: Utah Jazz Play the Game brought to you by Larry H. Miller Dealerships for service, sales, and selection. LHMauto.com, driven by you. Great play there from Lowry Mark. And again, he's really showing you his ability to close games, hit clutch, uh, clutch shots, make big plays. Uh, and, and he did that there, drawing the foul to get to the free throw line where he knocked down three big ones. And, and tough. I mean, most nights there, any player in the NBA, I don't care who it is, you're down three and you have three free throws. You have to make the tie it up. I'm just not going to count on that guy to make them. And, and Lowry does it seemingly every time. He did it against Miami. It just The moment really does not seem too big for him.
0: Now he's one of those guys. I think things slow down for him. You know, the guys that get nervous, everything kind of speeds up. They get in their own head. But yeah, he's able to to really execute. I think it's just a ton of repetition, ton of time in the gym, um, kind of mastering that skill because he he does make it look really easy.
2: Jazz game night brought to you by Mark Miller Subaru, featuring the My Subaru Is campaign. Real stories from real Mark Miller Subaru customers. Share your Subaru story for a chance to win prizes. Learn more and share your Subaru story at Mark Miller Subaru dot com uh looking at this game tonight the jazz lose their fifth straight 117 115 sacramento kings uh get a big performance in the fourth quarter from De'Aaron fox 22 points y- you can hear the frustration in lowry's voice uh, in the post game there i mean it took him a little while to come out you know he talked about the different issues that they ran into with the clock and that'll be talked about and sorted out in the last two minute report tomorrow but as well as this team continues to play, they are human, and and you know the the emotion of these losses is starting to get to them. And you also heard it from Will Hardy; he says it's good. You don't want you don't want winning to feel or losing to feel good. You see a lot of teams around the league; that get pretty comfortable losing. Sacramento is a great example of this. There's a reason they haven't been to the playoffs in almost 20 years. It gets real easy to keep doing that when they, those expectations are low, and you don't want to lose that culture of losing hurting. And the Jazz still have that.
0: And that was always kind of a wonder. I wondered how you could go through a rebuild, a, you know, I knew it would never be a tank here, but you know, whatever they want to call it and, and still not lose those habits. And I think the jazz have done a great job and they've done it um, a myriad of ways, but I think playing a bunch of guys and playing guys in different minutes and kind of setting them up, you know, in matchups that they feel like are favorable, that's helping move that along um, and and still making, you know, that those minutes relevant. And one of the things Will Hardy's done
2: really since the day he got here with the Jazz, but since training camp opened, he makes everything a competition. Everything has consequences. Everything can be won or lost. You can run. You have to shoot free throws, et cetera. There are, you know, he wants everything to matter. And you set that culture in training camp, and all of a sudden you get on the floor, and, and these guys are treating these games like they matter. And I'm sure there are Jazz fans out there who are clamoring to see more Ochai Bhaji, And, you know, he got seven minutes on the floor tonight. But again, he's just not going to hand out minutes just to hand out minutes you know you're gonna have to earn them you're gonna have to do things the right way. you're gonna have to wait your turn. you're going to have to play the right way and and when you do, you'll see the floor and and I think that's you know that's why these games have been so close. Nothing's being given away. nothing's being handed out and that's how the jazz play. I mean the jazz were down twelve in the first half here to the Kings could have easily packed it in said eh lost four in a row. What's another one? they didn't they they stayed in it they made big plays late, playing hard late. Ball didn't bounce their way, and I guarantee you, when we see them against the Houston Rockets, they're going to come out playing like their hairs on fire again because they're going to be playing really hard.
0: And really, we played—that's number forty, right, Jamil? You told me that tonight. Our illustrious producer gives me the thumbs <laughs> up. Uh, so, in reality, I would say thirty-eight games. Their energy and effort was top-notch, off the chart. You know, able to try to go figure out a way to win a game. A couple of tough nights, but this team—you know—the constant is that they learn from their mistakes. They um you know, they fight through adversity. When they're down, they come back and they are resilient. Yeah, you know, team forty nine, that'll always be you know, something that's stuck in my head from day one. They they play really hard and they, they know the score. They always know the score.
2: Uh three games coming up on the road at Houston, at Chicago, at Memphis starting Thursday night in Houston. Quick thoughts on the road trip, coach.
0: Um, right now, you know, it's just an opportunity to play again. I don't think you can, um, they have to get out there and find a way to win. They've been pretty good on the road. I think they've been resilient on the road. They've fought, you know, they've, they've gotten down in spots and really been able to fight back. So I would expect that. Um, but I hope they can go out there and find one. You know what I mean? That's. That's. That's the, that's the order of the day.
2: Yep, uh, and it doesn't get easier when they come back home. Cleveland, a very tough game with Donovan Mitchell returning to Salt Lake City. Orlando Magic have not been great, but they've been playing better lately. We know how good the 76ers are. Back on the road to face uh, Rudy Gobert and the Minnesota Timberwolves before home games against the very tough Clippers and Brooklyn Nets who are playing better than anybody right now. So it's not going to be handed to you. You're going to have to earn uh, any win you get coming up here in the next little stretch. Uh, good run for the Jazz, though, coming up.
0: Yeah, go go beat Houston. It'll be Houston Thursday night. Let's figure out a way to get that one. That's, that's gotta be your free throw. That's gotta be the ball that goes in. That uh, go starts then, making everything easier. Okay, then Chicago. All right, we'll deal with you on Saturday.
2: The My Subaru Is campaign brought to you by our friends at Mark Miller Subaru. Mark Miller Subaru uh customers are diverse and each has a unique story to share read some of the mark miller subaru owner stories and share yours at my the utah jazz fall to the sacramento kings 117 to 115 big thanks to jamil running the board tonight as the utah jazz fall we'll be back with you for jazz game night coming up on thursday i'm dave cawley investigative
1: journalist and host of the podcast cold